0: Welcome, everybody, to today's very, very incredibly special episode of the I Went Outside Today podcast. This is one of your three hosts, Chris.
1: This is Cheryl. You sound so proud of yourself. Look, I can hear how proud of yourself you sound.
0: I am so proud. I'm Sydney. I'm proud. I did the thing. I am proud of the things we achieved together to this point, mm-hmm. since this is the end of season three. Is so it early? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm proud that Sydney got her integrity together and went and followed through on her word that she would go to the furry convention.
1: I was really drunk when I made that promise. (laughs) So I don't know how much integrity had to do with it. (laughs) I'm literally like not even the same person from season one. Mm. And I didn't want to go.
0: What do you think season one, Sydney, would say to season three, Sydney? What names would you call yourself?
1: I don't think I would call myself any names but i would be like oh good for your liver because you don't drink anymore
0: good for your liver sydney
1: good for your liver mm-hmm. it's not by choice i can't get drunk <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can try i have tried now you got to switch to hard drugs i guess i guess so time to buy some <laughs> season cocaine.
1: four hard drugs sydney <laughs>
0: Sydney does um what is the new drug on the streets tranquilizer that's turning people into zombies
1: probably oh i heard about that sydney that doesn't look fun at all
0: sydney today And then we just record you as you're on The drug and you're like I don't know about that
1: (laughs) No No but that was also like Pre-pandemic that I agreed to go to the furry convention
0: I don't think It it being after the pandemic really changes anything
1: I'm just like very antisocial now I was more social Before the pandemic I lost all my socialness (laughs) Now you hate people yeah hmm.
0: But you're clawing your way back to the person you used to be With the help <laughs> of your podcasting friends Family Family That's And right, your family schemes now. <laughs> And the schemes I suppose Cheryl can explain uh,
1: Yeah Cheryl the Decepticon
0: The whole p- process Of what Of getting the tickets to oh. the show uh,
2: Yeah so We asked you if you wanted to do
1: Broadway thing. Is that what this was? <laughs> yup. That's not cool. But it is it's
2: Broadway.
0: It literally says on your lanyard.
1: We didn't even go to the Broadway show.
0: Well, that was someone's fault for sleeping in.
1: I didn't know the rules of the furry convention. <laughs> I'm not the plan guy.
0: You asked us what time, and then we said ten. And you're like twelve. So
1: what's to go at ten? To a twelve. Well,
0: seventy-five is when I'll show up
2: you could have been home earlier had more of your day to recover from the
1: craziness i'm not a morning guy
0: uh, not a morning person you're not a, a late night person
1: i'm not a late night person
0: this like window of like time that you're, you're agreeing to do things keeps getting smaller and smaller i 12 to 3 <laughs> it's gonna be between like noon to noon 30 yeah on a saturday but only if the sun is in the sky
1: I'm very agreeable to those terms. <laughs> don't even put those ideas in my head. Because I get so tired if it's cloudy.
2: So initially when I tried to buy the passes, I was going to try buy one for Saturday. And then when I emailed them to be like, do I actually have to register to go? They're like, yeah. But there should be an option for like just a Saturday pass. And there was not. So surprise, you're part of the furry people. You're Thanks. welcome. You got a membership. You got a membership now.
1: Thanks so much Uh, for that.
0: uh So there's the Fur A convention, which Mm -hmm. is the name that we had gone to. Let me get the description here.
1: I'm the only person in this country that has my first and last name, (laughs) so I don't love that I'm on the furry registry.
2: (laughs) Don't worry, I didn't use your real
0: email address. This is sure to be a show you won't want to miss. Fur A is proud to present broadway tales a four-day production of epic tales and adventures for all ages tales is also spelled t-a-i-l-s
1: like animal tales yes correct
0: come be a part of our show we did as western canada's premier anthropomorphic convention commonly known as furries we invite you to join this coming july 6th to 9th at the edmonton inn and conference center so this is the one where it's sort of open to everybody but now since you're a member and you've been to the convention you can go to the exclusive events like i think they have a christmas party Mm -hmm. you can get advice everything and you have to go i quit because they all (laughs) were very happy to see you there
1: i won't even go to like an office christmas party so like not going to a furry christmas party. i'm not a christmas party guy
2: you're not an anything guy. I'm not an
1: anything guy. That's fair.
0: You're a nothing guy.
1: I'm a nothing guy.
0: <laughs> Maybe you should see a therapist. Meh. <laughs> 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 Help me. I've become nothing. Help me be something.
1: That's like an evanescent song.
2: Yes, it's true.
1: Yeah, that's bring me to life. Yep.
0: I just wrote it right here you guys all saw it well done. she's
1: all like "Save me from the nothing i've become mm-hmm. and the guy's like
2: bah, bah, bah.
0: yeah i'm uh dedicating this song to sydney
1: excellent
2: <laughs> so for people who decide later that they would like to go to the furry convention there are a lot of waivers you have to sign i had to sign two waivers <laughs> yeah why <coughs> <laughs> you okay yeah
1: <laughs> why uh, what
2: well <laughs> so the first one was just basically explaining all the stuff with the id but mm. the second one was like code of conduct there's areas we're allowed to take photos areas you're not allowed to take photos conduct you're supposed to use if you're going to take photos of people in their fur costumes at the
1: oh event. that's all very standard
2: yeah but i had to sign a waiver for it
1: interesting yeah
2: saying that you agreed to follow those rules so
1: i don't think i've ever had to sign a... i've done like anime conventions yeah. like big ones in seattle and they do all that anything where people are dressing up i guess is that's what that's for oh
2: interesting yeah. i've never seen that at the edmonton comic expo
1: it's definitely yeah. i think it's a con hmm. yeah
0: i mean they have the signs and they have like the signs up everywhere like yes. you can't just go up and touch the cosplayers yes can't grope them
1: yes. yes it did say on the brochure that a fursuit does not equal consent yes it's interesting about the photo rules, so, though, because their faces are covered. So,
2: Well, so there are actually areas where they can take off the head and eat food. and We weren't allowed in there. Yeah. In those areas, you're not allowed to take photos. And mm. so that was another part of the whole thing. Like if,
0: Technically, in that room, they're taking their faces off. Yes. Mm. They're their fursonas.
2: Yeah. Mm. So it was interesting filling out those waivers agreeing to do things for you what was your first thought when you saw the email in the uh podcast it was oh no (laughs) and then it was 65 dollars yeah yeah so it was uh, like 130 for both of you
0: i think that's for the full weekend as well yeah so you can go back it's still going on today Sunny. as of time of recording this was the day after
1: i feel like we're already recording so it's wrapped up
0: (laughs) Sydney, can you explain to the ignoramuses in our audience what a furry is?
1: I don't know. They didn't cover it in any of the panels we went to.
0: What is your perception of a furry?
1: Just like a guy in a fursuit.
0: Okay, so they're guys. Or a lady. Or ladies. Or the one lady.
1: Just like ladies and guys that like want to be a fox part-time. That's my understanding. What What is it? What does being a furry mean to you, Chris?
0: I don't know. Somebody woke up late and we didn't get to the psychologist panel on explaining furries.
1: I was tired. And I didn't know because I didn't check the schedule or do any homework. I didn't realize that we were arriving during an event desert. Ah. Sorry.
0: So that's right. Sydney woke up very, very late.
1: Medium late.
0: Rolled out of bed, rolled up the stairs, rolled up into our mom's rent a car. <laughs>
1: Our mom drove us to the
2: park. convention <laughs> <laughs> Actually technically I drove Chris partway there
0: It's true And then uh, mom picked me up from the mall oh. Where I was poking around looking for clothes yeah.
1: Oh I thought you bus there
2: No I drove him I actually dropped him off near the Shaw Conference Center Because that's originally where we thought it was Oh um, And then he walked Well I guess it was closer to We Book Inn Shout out We Book Inn
0: I took the train for, to the okay. mall oh, oh, Well okay. done Yep
1: i was gonna say there's a train you fool
0: way ahead of you yep. you fool
1: i'm not good at morning events <laughs> as you know so that's really on you is that yeah
0: so yeah i kept messaging you and you're like don't be mad noon noon 30 6 we... p.m we got there at
1: twelve PM. thirty. <laughs> we did it
0: And you're like, mom's coming and like, you want me to pick you up too? And I was like a 20 minute walk from the hotel. I'm like, sure. And you guys didn't even leave for like 25 minutes.
1: Yeah. You could have made it there before we showed up.
0: But I accepted the ride and got dropped off.
1: Yeah. Was like all confused about where to go. And then she just found someone wearing a tail and followed them. Yeah. And I was like, please stop. (laughs) (laughs) She just creeped behind this girl wearing a tail like all the way to the entrance. And I was like, just drop us off a block away. It's fine.
0: I like how she said, hey, Sydney, check out that tail. And you didn't get her joke. I
1: didn't like it. (laughs) I don't encourage jokes I don't like.
0: So we showed up. We got dropped off. And this is at the main entrance of a hotel. Mm-hmm. Sydney immediately just stared at the ground and her spine lost all strength. And she just started slumping over to one side.
1: There's too many people.
0: The joy dropped from her face.
1: It was crowded. The
0: light left her eyes.
1: Yeah. So this is
2: the same hotel that we did the antique market in for. Earlier in the season, I knew we've been there before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've been there more than that. Not that since Needs to Be in the podcast, but this is where your grandpa got married. Yeah, I knew that too. But I told you that. I, no, I was
1: like, we've been here for something. I thought it was the bird convention. Oh. And Chris's like, this isn't where we saw birds.
0: Yeah, you're totally wrong.
1: We saw birds somewhere else. And I was like, we've been here for something. And he did not tell me that we were there for the Antique Market, but I knew it. <laughs>
0: Call back to episode 10 of season three, uh, for our antique episode.
2: So, was it as busy as the antique market or busier?
1: Busier. Okay. Busier, or maybe just because like, everyone's in fursuits, which are big. Yeah. So, you just feel like you're more in the way. Fair. It's you're, true. Yeah.
0: People are taking up more space, especially with Tails. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, it was crowded in that way.
2: Would, how many people would you say were in fursuits? A
1: lot. Okay. A, I don't know.
0: I'd say a quarter were in full suits.
1: Yeah. Full suits was rare, but like half had heads or paws yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. Okay,
0: We're under a heat warning in Edmonton, yeah. so...
1: It's probably a good call.
0: A lot of people made the smart choice of just wearing the head. Yes. And then the gloves and then the feet.
1: Yeah. A couple call. people just only went feet, which I could respect. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, those suits are expensive, so I also can see why it is appealing to only get a couple pieces here and there mm-hmm.
0: yeah we did see uh, one of the vendors was selling a full suit for four thousand dollars
1: jeez crazy
0: sydney got real disappointed when she learned about the price and then she had to say goodbye to wearing it
1: no i did not
2: <laughs> did not so if chris had shown up in a fursuit what would you have done
0: yeah sydney
1: i would have made you go in the parade because you would have had to go in the parade
0: that's right there was a parade oh nice yeah
1: i feel like i wouldn't have trusted that it was you though i would have been like this asshole set me up to go to the furry convention with strangers Mm. (laughs) we should have
0: i showed up dressed for the furry convention at least
1: i also showed up dressed for the furry convention
0: how so i had
1: a cat bag
0: Mm. you're not really wearing a bag i was wearing a bag i was wearing my corgi hawaiian shirt Mm -hmm. my very nice shirt that uh Cheryl got me.
1: Mm-hmm. We both had animal things. so I
0: was wearing it though.
1: I was also wearing my thing on my shoulder. You
2: should have just put a pair of cat ears from Halloween on
1: a headband. and I didn't dress up as a cat for Halloween. I'm not a dress up guy. I don't <laughs> dress up for Halloween.
0: So we show up and we go into the lobby, which is chock full of furry people. Immediately, though, I saw somebody brought their dog, and I'm like, oh, I could have brought Freddy here.
1: Yeah, that would have been cool.
0: But it turned out Gears Animal Rescue was there, and they had a choice selection of dogs. Mm-hmm. They seemed to be, for the most part, happy, although there, there was one dog that was like hiding underneath the table with its butt ends hanging out mm-hmm. and its like head under the tablecloth. It was not excited to be in this room mm-hmm. full of madness.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I suspect that's what
1: Freddy would have done, too.
0: It's true. Just would have sat under a table.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm surprised none of the dogs tried to eat any of the furry suits.
0: I'm surprised they didn't get um, overly excited. So I don't know what furry culture is like, but a lot of people were walking around with squeaky toys and squeaking them.
2: Oh, interesting.
0: So I think Freddie would have gone apeshit and tried to run over and take them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Went in the lobby and uh, Sydney's affect continued to gradually decline
1: maybe because someone kept criticizing my affect it kept declining <laughs>
0: you sure i'm did. just
1: a neutral kind of guy i'm not like a super excitable guy person
0: and it took us a little while to get to the registration booth to get our badges that was mm. stressful they had one originally at the front door but like it's closed down go to the main one and we had to like go through down a little hallway to find them oh wow got in line we got our badges which seemed to be a a whole thing
1: Mm -hmm. that was so stressful because the guy was just like we thought we were both on one barcode but we weren't on one barcode and then my phone's in dark mode so like my barcode wasn't even scannable yeah but he looked mine up but like the guy that was helping us the other guy was like yelling that it was like the wrong way for everything to get done and the other guy was like i know how uh con works or whatever their software is and he's like and usually it'll say if it's been printed or not and it was just the whole thing it was like uncomfortable wow
0: i bet his fursona was a badger because he was badgering the employees
1: mm-hmm. how long you had that joke tucked away for <laughs>
0: i just thought about it like 10 seconds ago <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was badgering i found it very stressful so i didn't like it
2: did they end up checking your id yes okay
1: yeah
2: that's what i was wondering they Thanks. verified
0: your name mm-hmm mm-hmm you're going to get Christmas gifts from them now.
2: Don't worry. They copied down your address.
0: <laughs> Birthday cards.
1: Oh, that's not my address. Ah. Oh. thank well, God for procrastination.
0: If they ask me, I'll tell them. Mm. What do we do after that, Sydney?
1: We were like, and I think that's when we realized that we were in a total like panel desert, like literally no panels for like two hours. And the next thing that was coming up was the parade so it was confusing because it said like parade staging and then parade south parking lot so we went to like the parade staging which is like to be in the parade correct so that's not what we wanted but then Mm. we just heard this guy like talking in the hallway so i was we just like eavesdropped on him but i wasn't really listening
0: you said you were listening
1: i said i was listening but i was forgetting because i was trying to look at the schedule for like what are we gonna do here we're in this crisis
0: Yeah. So we walked over in the staging area and there is this guy in a lab coat sort of holding court. He's taking questions. And so I'm like, you know what? Let's stop here. He looks like he knows what he's saying. He's talking with great confidence. Mm -hmm. And he turned out to be one of the panel hosts from the panel that we missed because Sydney slept in.
1: I didn't know that we had a (laughs) panel to be at. It's
0: a convention, Sydney.
1: Well, I didn't know we had a panel at 10. You needed to be more specific in your communication about time expectations. We,
2: we asked you what time you wanted to be there for.
1: Yeah, implying that there was like a choice.
0: I'm going to invite you to Google external locus of control sometime later.
1: No. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's not my fault.
0: You've got half the definition there, right? There.
1: And like we found the psychologist guy, so you didn't even miss the panel
0: we missed the panel
1: he was basically given the panel probably
0: we wouldn't really know that because we missed the panel
1: it's probably on youtube
0: (laughs) so yeah i think his name was dr nuka he is a psychologist he's from the university of alberta i think and he I don't know if he specialized or wrote a thesis or sort of just made it his focus on the furry community in general. Mm -hmm. So he's taking questions and answering them. And so we got to learn a little bit about the the furry community from him.
1: About escapism.
0: He was talking about like the reason why a lot of people do it is because it's like some of it's escapism, some of it's joining like a very niche community where you feel like you definitely belong. Yep. He was also kind of discussing like the parallels between the furries as a group, uh, bronies as a group, and there was a third group. I learned a few interesting tidbits because Sydney wasn't paying attention. Okay, when
1: the guy said about bronies, though, my friend at Millennium used to play this song that I think is like by a brony band. I don't even know the name of it, but the song is called Discord, and I just like immediately got it stuck in my head. So that's where I was.
0: Yeah. So the <laughs> guy said... Uh, musicians in every community overwhelmingly the bronies have the most musicians huh. and they're musicians as bronies or brony style music that's cool but apparently the brony population has been in decline for a long time now and it's like getting smaller and smaller he said all of the brony musicians used to follow changed their online avatar and profiles from being a brony into being just regular humans
1: Mm. bronies did blow up for a while and now it's like my little pony's not very popular i wonder what that's all about yeah it's interesting i mean it was popular enough that my friend was collecting the toys for mcdonald's nice
0: he was saying the big brony conventions uh those are kind of all fallen by the wayside Mm. and gone which ruins future episode possibilities for sydney
1: Oh no. We
0: could have sent you to a brony convention.
1: Why do you think that is though? Because I mean, like, anime thons are going strong and have for a long time. I feel like the bronies is like pretty short. It's a bit of a blip.
0: I suspect because My Little Brony is one show and anime convention is a whole genre entertainment format.
2: Interesting. I do like how you called it My Little Bronies.
0: I didn't even notice that. <laughs> uh... <laughs> my little roni <laughs> how i like to pat his magical hair
1: mm-hmm. so yeah we basically did listen to the furry psychologist
0: <laughs> we got to a q and a which is like an encore q and cuz we probably also missed a regular q and a
1: we nailed it good, we job. Did a good job
2: did you guys make it to the parade yeah
0: huh. yep parade was the next thing we did so we went out, it was in the south-facing parking lot. So they're out in full sun and 30-degree weather and they're full-on fursuits.
1: Okay. That was an interesting choice.
2: Yeah, I would not attempt that myself, but good for them. That is, uh, that is commitment.
1: We were like at the end of the parade line and some of them um, definitely, a couple had their heads off by the end. Yeah. <laughs> I saw one guy, he just had his whole head off. He was like, I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, I was worried there didn't seem to be more. um, I'm just surprised no one was dehydrated or got heat stroke Mm -hmm. doing that.
0: They had water canteens everywhere. inside. they did.
1: Yeah. They did.
2: Would you say that the parade was like organized or was it more just like anyone who had a fursuit could go be in the parade?
1: The latter. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This sort of went over the intercoms like everyone who wants to be in the parade show up here.
1: Oh, that's cute. You didn't even have to be a furry. There was a Kermit the Frog that was like half Kermit the Frog and half fishnet leggings. Neither of which are furry. No. No. Then Chris said there's dragons and stuff too. So you don't have to have fur to be a furry. Well, the
0: dragons walked right by us. Yeah. There was dinosaurs. I
1: saw the dragons too. (laughs) I saw it as well. We both saw it equally.
0: Do you know those um, Velociraptor masks that came out with Jurassic Park? Where you'd strap it onto your head and the jaw would move oh, while you're yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people had turned those into like furry masks. Oh, cool. So they took like the velociraptor face and then they would attach furry ears and stuff all around it. Yeah. So I saw a lot of velociraptor faces.
2: Oh, ah, mm-hmm. cool. That's an interesting way of doing it. I mean, in theory, you could just glue a bunch of feathers to a velociraptor and then it would still be a velociraptor
1: costume.
0: I think so covered the whole head because those masks only cover the front of the yep. face so maybe they just wanted to do a whole head
1: oh okay i didn't see anyone with feathers maybe you're not allowed feathers at the furry convention i mean there's nothing stopping you well it wasn't on the uh, costumes.
2: kermit the frog isn't covered with fur either
1: i know that's what i'm saying i, I said was he like, was felty felty <laughs> yeah. i suppose so but again it was like Half of the Frog, and then half fishnets and high heel boots. Yeah. It was an interesting choice. Yes.
0: What were your favorite furs that you saw at the parade?
1: I think I said the grumpy cat looking one that had his arms crossed. Mm. Yeah.
0: It's your spirit animal.
1: Yeah, it was like a cougar, and he looked real angry, and he had his arms crossed. And nice. I was like, me too. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, though. Those fursuits, like the full body ones, they're obviously well done and quite expensive looking. So. Yeah. You also
0: like the inflatable suit guy.
1: I really like the inflatable suit guy. It was just good comedic effect every single time. It was like a minion. Okay. Like body shape thing. How do you even describe it?
0: Do you know that video game Among Us? Yes. Okay. It was one of those guys. Oh,
1: okay.
2: Very neat. And so it was just an inflatable suit.
1: Yeah. yeah, and okay. so he would, like, pretend that he couldn't get through a door. He yeah. would chase people, like, in a shuffle, like, yep. scuffle. It was fucking funny every time I saw him. That's I awesome.
0: was encouraging Sydney to be her true furry self and, like, dress up for the event. And she's like, no, they're too colorful. And the Among Us guy was all in a black costume. So oh, I said, you nice. totally could have done it. Yeah. yeah. Now she has the wheels turning in her head for next year.
1: Well, I'm just not a dress-up person. Like, the amount of admin <laughs> it takes to fucking get a costume and wear it and have it look good is just not what i'm about
2: you don't have to have it look good but i would
1: want it to look good and then if it wouldn't look good i would be mad and then i'd be like well let's just all die then because nothing's working out that's (laughs) why i don't do costumes whoa yeah it escalates real Mm. fast for Mm. me
0: i liked the bug Furry. There yep. was one there one, in a costume that had like extra arms. Oh, cool. I thought that was pretty slick. And there was one that was a wolf furry, and the mask he had on was quite lifelike, almost like um, a taxidermy mask. Oh, wow. So it was like pretty much like the exact shape of a wolf face. That's cool. I can't imagine it was easy to see out of because mm-hmm. wolves have tinier eyes mm-hmm. than we do.
1: I did hear a couple people complaining that the layout of the hotel. Didn't make itself welcoming to a bunch of people with yes. limited vision. <laughs> That's true. Because there's kind of like stairs everywhere and like these curvy paths, and yeah. none of these guys can see. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Those of you who haven't been
2: to the, the Edmonton Inn, right? Yep. There's like a winding thing around the center of it, and it used to be like a little man-made river and it's now devoid of water but it means that it's about knee height so if you're trying to walk through there with limited vision i can see you banging your knee into that or falling into the where the fountain used to be so Mm -hmm. that's definitely not ideal
0: yeah there were a couple of worries that thought ahead and brought a handler so they're like holding their arm Ah, and through spaces
2: Mm -hmm. very nice smart Mm -hmm. what did you guys do after that
0: uh, well, I should say before that, when we showed up in the desert of events because Sydney slept in and made us late for things, uh, <laughs> We went to the um, like the artist alley marketplace. Okay, and we poked around there. And this is sort of like shop talk in the artist world, but if you're a furry artist and you take commissions, you can make quite a lot more mm-hmm. as a furry artist than anything else. And it really showed in everybody's table setups. Like they had LED lights set up, like super professional and like much more than you would see at like an anime convention or a comic con. So you can definitely see like they have the funds and they like just sort of add a little bit more razzle dazzle to their booth. So a little bit of booth envy.
1: They were quite flashy. Yeah. Yeah. They were pretty fancy booth. Chris, I think had some, a little bit of artist envy there. Are you thinking of pivoting? into furry commissions
0: i i've thought about it like at times where like i wanted to quit my job or i was like in between jobs where i'm like i could just you know dive in Mm -hmm. make a buttload of money
1: and you said usually people pay too
0: oh they pay yeah they pay the more disgusting commissions you take on the more money you make it's like a whole breaking bad thing where you're just getting
1: deeper Mm -hmm. so the weirder sex stuff you draw then you can charge a premium (sighs) yeah yeah I don't know how good that is for the psyche. It's not. <laughs> you said that with the confidence of someone that knows. Not, <laughs> well,
0: I did convince Sydney, yeah. and we'll see if she'll do it to uh, sell her ducks with fangs at the furry convention because I thought it would fit right in.
1: Nice. I feel like I'm not like ducks with fangs is like kind of over though. I've not really been doing ducks with fangs lately. Why not? I don't know. I just don't do stuff.
0: You should uh-huh. do it.
1: I just already did it, though.
0: If the Rolling Stones are going on tour and singing songs they wrote up like 90 years ago, you could still continue to sell Ducks with Fangs.
1: Mm -hmm. I just haven't drawn any Ducks with Fangs lately. And then the other guy made that Ducks with Fangs. is like anyone can do with Ducks with Fangs.
2: What Ducks with Fangs are you talking about? You bought a Duck with Fangs. Oh, yes. That's a little different. This taxidermy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's, uh, you know, the people selling art. Mm-hmm. There's people selling stickers and keychains and things. There's also artists doing, um, like, live commissions, like, they would draw it for people. And there was one guy that I thought was pretty interesting. He was doing 3D modeling for, you know, VTubers, like, virtual YouTubers where they animate themselves. Mm-hmm. Or like, I don't know, I think it's like motion capture, but when it's on the screen on their live streams, it's their character. Yes. There is a guy there putting those together on a big TV screen. That's really cool.
1: That guy has 100% been on Dragon's Den. I've seen that product before, just so you know. Ah, I don't think he got a deal.
0: You know more about the free convention than we thought.
1: Well, I know who that guy is. (laughs) Because I was like, he's not going to get a deal. Because he doesn't own that business. I think he licensed it from... He's licensed the technology for somewhere and started the business in Canada. Mm. And I think he does have exclusive rights. I could be misremembering, but I don't I'm think sure that was does. a Dragon's Den thing.
0: Because there's like a large number of uh, softwares that will let you do puppet that your own avatar. Yeah, oh. there's even free ones online. Hmm. You don't get like a whole lot of variability in facial expressions. The more expensive you pay, the more realistic you can get, obviously
1: yeah i remember it being expensive on dragon sun
0: i told sydney when she starts doing her next zoom meeting she could show up as like a dragon or an animal
2: did you guys buy anything
1: no
0: i didn't really see anything that you know suited me Mm -hmm. like there's like animal artwork and then there's furry artwork right and the two like are very yes they're very different Mm -hmm. like everything in furry artwork is almost sort of like Mm Disney-fied like with the uh the big Big eyes eyes. and the over exaggerated smiles
2: yep I
1: definitely have seen my fair share of furry art but we went all around the market and then killed time
0: saw the parade
1: saw the parade
0: and then after the parade I want to go inside and visit the rescue dogs but every one of those dogs look extremely stressed out Mm -hmm. like you know you can look in a dog's face and realize it's not having a good time Mm mm-hmm so I didn't bother the dogs at That's that point.
1: Yeah, would... maybe they should have had them more in a bigger area or something. Yeah. I don't know. I I mean, it was a high traffic area. I was gonna
2: say events like that are kind of stressful. Like we took Freddie to the outdoor market at uh, the Strathcona Mall thing, and he was getting overwhelmed.
1: Yep. Oh, so... Strathcona Market is what the farmers market? Yeah, it's VL. Yeah, oh no, not the
2: farmers market. The um. Canoe Valon. And antique mall oh yeah the canoe volant too but the antique mall sale oh okay. we took him to the outdoor market there yeah canoe volant was
1: uh poor little guy Yep. we had to take a lot of breaks mm. but yeah i might but they were also like right at the front door yeah. maybe if they put them in a room that you had to kind of walk by
2: yeah that would be better
1: because they had the window behind them and then all the foot traffic yeah. and but maybe that's just the spot the hotel gave them i don't know
0: Killed a little bit of time until the panel started again because Sydney slept in so late that we had to wait.
1: <laughs> it's not like at any point you were like, hey, Burry psychology starts at 10. We need to be there at 10.
0: I just said 10, and I expected you to respect this podcast. Oh, I and didn't then you know. you are like, I slept in.
1: Well, no, I said, ha, jokes on you were going at 11 because it took an hour to bust there. I didn't know I was getting a ride, so it just all came apart. <laughs> so after that you guys went to the panels we
0: had a bit of of time to kill and i wanted to figure out what's the footprint of the convention so i just started going down hallways and peeking into rooms
1: he'll just go anywhere yeah he doesn't it's stressful (laughs) there's no
0: signs that say you can't go down the hall so like you go down the hall yep
1: he just goes i was like constantly like i don't think we're supposed to be here i don't think there's anything down here and he's just like there
0: We went into the one part with stairs, and then you immediately complained about the stairs.
1: I did. Mm -hmm. But also, I was like, there's nothing over here. And he was like, let's go up in this area. And was there stuff there? No, there's nothing over there.
0: Like, at first, I thought there might be because it was a bunch of, like, the tinier conference rooms. And there was event paper stapled to the wall, like, would explain what's going on there. But it turned out there for another convention from back in April.
2: Oh, wow. So
0: those signs were still up there here in July. (laughs) Good job. So we passed by the there's like the furry cooldown room where they can pop their heads off and they had like just enormous fans, yeah. placed all around the room, <laughs> and they're just sort of like standing in front of them having conversations. Mm-hmm. Didn't really go in there. That's I don't think we were weird. allowed in there. We were allowed in there.
2: Yeah, you can go in there. In the
1: furry lounge. Yeah, it just... said furry people and handlers only.
0: Yeah. There I was a sign, and it did say I no photographs.
1: Yes. No
2: photographs for sure.
0: That was in You labor. don't see any
1: signs. You'll just go all around the town. He just does. Hotel. It. <laughs> all around the hotel town.
0: From there, we did the first panel.
2: What was the first panel about?
1: It was called The Great Debate, and they were going to debate hot button issues. Okay. So I expected that we were going to like walk in, and it was going to be people in full furry suits being like, transgender rights. And it was going to get real heated. That's not what it was at all. No? No, none of the debaters dressed up as furries. So it was just regular people talking about if cartoon characters are sexy or not. Okay.
0: So you know the debaters on CBC? Yeah, yeah. The radio show? It was pretty much a copy and paste of that.
1: Oh, that's awesome. So the
0: host running an event was introducing each topic, loading with as many puns as possible.
1: Nice. I was disappointed they weren't in costume. <laughs> To be fair, it's hard to
2: hear those people talk through those costumes. I guess, but... Do you think they were professional debaters? Or... No. Okay. No.
0: So they kind of let it slip that it was all scripted right from the start. Because uh. everyone had sheets of paper in front of them and phones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it was like a scripted debate. Okay. But immediately the host screwed up who was... Debating uh, what side. Arguing which side. The first topic was our... What Cart- was it? Our serial mascot I took sexy.
1: Yeah. I took notes. I wrote down exactly what it was. It was what you said, but I'm bringing up my notes anyway. <laughs> well done. Our serial mascot's sexy, I wrote. Mm-hmm.
0: So the one guy was arguing that they were, and then the other person was arguing that they weren't because they're not really trying to be sexy mm-hmm. and what they could do to be sexier.
1: And... It was confusing format, though, because the guy that was saying no, the, the nay side was saying that they were too sexy, and the yes side was saying they're not sexy enough but they should be more sexy for a scripted debate it was confusing to follow (laughs) yeah
0: i think they argued the exact points
2: yeah exact same points
0: like yeah he was arguing that they're sexy not only that they were too sexy Mm -hmm. but wasn't he the
1: negative side
0: no the girl, the the girl who I think won the debate, she, she put way won. more energy into her argument. The other guy just sort of read from his phone.
1: Uh. I clapped for him, though, because I was worried no one would clap for him.
0: <laughs> yes, he was doing that well. Yeah. <laughs> if Sydney's clapping for you at an event, You're they ain't looking so well. good.
1: Yeah, be, no. be aware. I'm worried no one will clap for you. <laughs>
0: But yeah, yeah, she was uh, arguing the opposite, that they're not sexy, but they could be. It's like, this is what you do to make them sexy.
1: Give Tony the tiger four nipples, I think, was one of her main points. Which, like, I think cats have eight nipples. Yeah. But only if they're lady cats. I don't need to be seeing nipples at eight in the morning. I don't even want to be conscious at eight in the morning. Uh, So.
2: So that was your stance on the whole debate, was that they do not need to be sexier? Yes chris what was your stance on it
0: you know i did see their point of view with uh tony the tiger being as like as much of a, a jock as he is yeah yeah i think they try to add a little bit of sex appeal, like mr mm-hmm. clean he's like the serial version of mr clean that's
2: right yeah, yeah. that is that is true
0: because they had two rounds mm-hmm. then sydney could also point this out about the expectations on how long the events and panels will take it was supposed to take an hour. It was only about like a half hour. Oh, weekend. they were flying
1: through. Yeah. Yeah. It was a mess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so like the first debate only took about like 10, 15 minutes. And the second one was only like 10 or 15 minutes.
1: Oh. They were also doing like the structure was your opening statements, a SmackDown round, which was like a just free back and forth debate. Yep. And then a speed round with questions and then closing statements. Yep. And the SmackDown uh, round was a bit cringe and a bit just...
0: I didn't think they want to hurt each other.
1: I yeah, I say, don't think they wanted to hurt any feelings. So it wasn't very spicy. To be fair, that's how the real debaters do it. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: from the CBC podcast. Oh, I have never heard the podcast. Um, I like CBC, though. They make good podcasts.
2: You should listen to the debaters, it's lots of fun. I'll
1: give it a listen. Mm-hmm
0: also uh, take this moment to say sydney is one of those people who likes to hide at the back of a room at an event okay
1: so this guy (laughs) we're like planning we already planned because my like convention side just kicked in when i was like this is a disaster and cheryl paid 65 bucks and we got to try and cover some of this stuff for nobody's fault we ended up going during an event desert so i'm just trying to make the best of it and (sighs) study the schedule so i was like this is going to require us to leave events like part way through shut up (laughs) um so that we can sort of maximize our time uh-huh. and our experience. So, I went to sit at the back of the room so that we could sneak out quietly and without being in anyone's way and being a disruption and he sat like the furthest you could physically sit from the door. So, we would just have to cross the whole room. It was ridiculous.
0: I was getting a seat close to the front. Uh uh-huh, yes, because we paid good money for these tickets. And we're just gonna hide out on the edges. So that I think we can not.
1: Sneak for sneak. Have you never sneaked? He's not a sneak guy. <laughs> I'm a sneak guy.
0: <laughs> you only hide on the outsides. The real sneaky people sit right in the middle, no. and then disappear.
1: It was also really fucking funny trying to watch the furries sneak in because mm-hmm. there's no sneaking. No. Someone was a half fish. And, like, that was a disaster because they walked in a bit late and she's trying to figure Mm -hmm. out how to sit on the chair, but she's half of a fish. Mm -hmm. So the fish had to come off and there was just, like, tons of rustling.
0: So the... (laughs) Room that it took place in Is sort of like a conference room The side that the Performers the debaters were on was also The same side the door was on Which was left open the entire thing So you can see people like walking past And like peeking in Yeah. like huge distraction Yeah fair Mm -hmm. Walking in and out
1: And they had an event in the room next and it was not very soundproof Oh
2: that's also not very good
1: It was not the highest budget Convention I've been to Mm -hmm. I'll say So
0: the second debate i believe was, i wrote it down what was it
1: is alberta a good place to be a furry and then they got a bunch of people that were not from alberta to debate it mm-hmm. sounds about well right
0: Yeah, one of them was from bc the other one was from toronto okay mm-hmm. and either of them only had like a tiny vague amount of knowledge of alberta and even edmonton in general So all they could really say was a bunch of jokes about how we're all about oil and we're just like Texas
1: They were like, all anyone knows about Edmonton is that they have that mall It's like, we're a capital fucking city We have a legislature here, so there (laughs) Although someone asked a question about like a song that was specifically written about Alberta Like what was the title of that song? And one of the guys said, God bless Texas And that was fucking funny (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was pretty funny But yeah, limited knowledge of Alberta on all sides
0: I feel like since it was scripted Because everyone was reading off their phones They could have done a little bit more homework They could have sold it to the locals a bit better Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, missed opportunities It's true And Mm -hmm. the naysayer that said it's not a good place to be a furry Said that we're specious because we don't have any rats here and he was like, well, what's that about? And I wanted to get involved in the debate. It's like, I'll fucking tell you what that's about. We save millions of dollars a year in crop destruction and infrastructure destruction and all these other things because we don't have rats.
0: You should have done it. I
1: yeah. should have done it. I honestly thought about it. I was like, don't you fucking come to my province, which is kind of a trash bag province, but <laughs> it's my trash bag. <laughs> you don't talk shit about it. You're not from here. Yeah. You got to earn the right to talk but, shit about Alberta.
0: I realized that you weren't inserting yourself in these positions because you wanted to get invited back yeah clearly
1: (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) and I just know a lot about why we don't have rats in Alberta Mm -hmm. clearly more than the debater did Mm -hmm. and the pros and cons of not having rats in Alberta
0: I don't think you got the point of the debaters
1: I got sidetracked at that particular point
0: (laughs) you got the point that it was all comedy
1: well do your research (laughs) (laughs) saving millions out here
2: So then Sydney got angry and the rest of the debate just like went out the window because she was just fuming. Mm-hmm.
1: No, I wasn't really fuming. But I'm just saying, if you want to talk about rats in Alberta, I'll talk about rats in Alberta. All right. So I got sidetracked by the rat point. I don't even know who won because Chris, without warning, we didn't even coordinate it. He just got up and ran out of the room with reckless abandon.
0: I didn't run. I briskly walked <laughs> out of the strode.
1: room. <laughs> he strode.
0: I snuck out of the room and only you noticed.
1: That was not sneaking. It was flagrantly obvious Chris is not about minimizing his impact on a room apparently I was sneaking to be fair it's kind of hard when you're as tall as Chris is I guess so
0: it's true you can only just get <laughs> in and out quickly people forget you were there by the moment you're gone Yeah,
1: I sneaked well done
0: I still see people messaging it on the message board who was that girl with the frowny face staring at her shoes the whole time I wasn't
1: frowning <laughs> I just had a regular face <laughs> you had a frowny face (laughs) not the pictures chris sent me (laughs) chris is annoying
2: (laughs) so then um what i guess the question in regards to that because chris you had mentioned like i wonder if we'll see protesters there when i was dropping you off downtown were there protesters there would alberta be a good place to be a furry
0: I didn't see any protesters I was keeping an eye out for them Because there there was those rumors flying around online That schools are putting litter boxes in classrooms To make them more furry friendly
2: That was fake though It doesn't matter There's a lot of fake things that people
0: believe It's it's like when everyone thought there would be a toilet paper shortage And they're like filling up their home Yeah. There's what people just hear and believe And there's what people like Hear and look into
1: about bully i feel like that was just a cheap actionable thing that people could do when you feel like you don't have any control over a situation and you get an idea in your head that this is something that you can do that's what people do
0: yeah like protesting furries
1: i guess i don't know
0: cheap actionable Mm -hmm. something you can do yep and completely pointless and you don't do your homework
1: yep whatever well there was no protesters Ah,
2: excellent so then would you say that Alberta is a good place to be a furry?
1: I don't think Alberta is a good place.
0: <laughs> I feel like Alberta's the... already against so many minorities mm-hmm. as a the culture here. Yeah. I don't think I think by extension, I can't say furry specifically, but I have friends who are you know, Asian or of different ethnicities and they have stories that you're just like, "Really? That happened to yeah. you here?"
2: Yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, the one thing I would say that they have to their advantage, just looking at this from an outsider perspective, uh, <laughs> this is where you make all the money. It's cheap to live and you get oil and gas money and you can afford to buy a $4,000 fursuit.
1: That's the thing I was wondering, and that was one of the debaters' points, and I was wondering is the reason we're seeing... I was shocked to see as many bull suits. fursuits as we saw because I know they are expensive. Yeah. So is that why?
2: It's part of the reason I would imagine. Yeah, there are also a lot of YouTube videos if you go look it up on how to make your own fursuit, which might cut down on costs a little bit.
1: It might, but it's still expensive. Like you're yeah, just gonna oh, yeah. have to have like a sewing machine and ability to plan. <laughs>
2: well, at least for my friends that used to make outfits for like anime conferences and stuff like that, mm-hmm. the year that you like are out doing your whatever with your costume mm-hmm. you're already planning for your next year's costume yeah and you just like spend the rest of the next year working on it until the next convention
1: yeah i have friends that do that have used to do cosplay and stuff too and yeah. like they would just drop crazy amounts on those dresses and stuff from yeah. like get pre-made ones or yeah. that or even if you get a pre-made dress like my friend is she was six feet tall so she played lust from full metal alchemist oh cool she had long black hair and she was tall yeah she got like a pre-made dress but then you still got to go get like the gloves yep. she had to do the artwork for the like the symbol so yeah even if you get a pre-made costume so yeah i don't know that Alberta's is a good place for anything but here we are and the rent is cheap
2: <laughs> so then was it only the two debates that we saw because
1: okay. someone just ran out of the room
0: well that's what they said yeah, they yeah said that's at what they the said. start that there would be two debates
1: yeah but that also only took them to 28 minutes. So who knows what they would have done for the next 32 minutes. Not us. Because we left.
0: What well, we had left because we had discussed wanting to go to the two other panels that were happening at the same time. Yeah. yeah. One of them was a panel about inflatables.
1: <laughs> it was in the next room over. And then Chris just looks in the room and he's like, I'm not fucking doing that. And <laughs> I just kept walking.
0: So like on our way to the debaters, like we saw in the window and they're like, working on inflating the inflatables at that time okay and like there's just like a guy lying on the floor inflating an inflatable flat out on his back Looks like he's like just half relaxing half inflating something and i can see them like inflating like other things so i'm like what are they actually doing in there and so it didn't
1: seem like a panel yeah fair we expected it would be a panel where you go in and sit down and like listen and it was just a room of (laughs) guys inflating things
2: yeah. Oh.
0: yeah so that was at the start that was because they because the debate started at three o'clock the right. inflatable thing started at three thirty. okay and while we're waiting for the debate to start i'm like looking at my phone i was like what is actually it about and it's like come check out the inflatables and meet other people who are interested in inflatables and i'm like oh uh, okay I'm like, that doesn't really sound that informative
1: yeah okay i didn't read any of the event descriptions so I thought it was like a question. I thought they were all like you sit in a chair and there'll be like a presentation. Yeah, no. guess not. No.
0: Wow. So the other panel that was happening at the exact same time was how to become a furry-based uh, business. business. Okay. And I thought that was, seems more informative. Mm-hmm. And like as we left and like we left at 3.28 so we can make it to the other panel. Not like Sydney who likes to be hours late for everything.
1: Oh, is that, I didn't know we were in a rush. <laughs> he just took off running across the whole thing, and I had stubby legs.
0: It's called a clock, which Whatever. was on the wall by the door.
1: <laughs> I didn't know.
0: There was literally nothing else on the wall.
1: I didn't even know there was a clock in the room.
0: Did you know it had walls in there?
1: Yeah, I knew there was walls, obviously. You no,
0: know we walked right by that clock to get out by that very same door.
1: I was busy trying not to disturb people. You can't just get up and walk out of a room, you freak. (laughs) Stressful. (laughs) He's a stressful guy.
0: So we got up there, walked down the stairs. Sydney doesn't like stairs.
1: And there was people in front of us, and we were trapped.
0: We weren't trapped. They were going the same way we were.
1: They didn't know if they could go out that door, though. And I was like, we're going to be trapped here forever.
0: (laughs) And then I said, yeah, we can. And then we went through (laughs) the door. (laughs) we had gone through that door like slightly earlier in the day. Yeah. Yeah, Whereas when he
1: was just running around exploring Sydney everything. Sydney would
0: have just stood there quietly in a stairwell with strangers. Forever.
1: <laughs> Until the end of time. And
0: not given them any direction on that door's okay to use, which she full well knew.
1: I was afraid. I was afeared. Everything about yesterday was a fearful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of people. I just felt like I was in everybody's way all the time. Fair.
0: And so we made our way to the How to Run a Furry Based Business. And this was another example of where Sydney just stands the most back of the room as possible, where I just went up and grabbed one of the empty seats near the front.
1: The most at the front that he possibly could. (laughs) Does that bother you? Yeah, I stayed at the back. Again,
0: Cheryl spent good money on our tickets.
1: You can see, these aren't big rooms. You can see the whole (laughs) event from the back. You don't have to. You can hear everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. And then I actually left and got a water because I was thirsty.
0: You spent good money and you're like, I'll take the standing room only seats.
1: What does it matter? I'm getting the same content. (laughs) Which it turns out running a furry based business is just running a business. Spoilers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not spoilers if you continue talking about the event instead of defending your standing at the back of a room.
1: I sat eventually after I got my water. But I'm just not a get in people's way and rustle around and move guy. Mm-hmm. Just like quietly go stand at the back. Mm-hmm.
2: Would you say there was more people in the debate one than there was in the starting a furry business one?
0: There was way more in the business one. Really? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. There was other people that stood in the back, so there's a bunch of other Sydneys there. But there's a few I'm not the up.
1: weird one. You're the weird one. There was,
0: you know, the, a seat right next to me. You could have just followed.
1: You can't just like. Well, I couldn't see. I thought you only picked one seat. I thought you didn't even find a two seat spot.
0: That's because you just. I don't in like the back. to
1: shuffle past people. I'm not a shuffle past people person. <laughs> I don't like to disrupt or inconvenience people. We need to just keep
2: a list of all these things that Sydney doesn't like, or she brought up in this episode
1: nothing person i'm just a nothing person i don't like to bother people i don't want to bother you by like walking past you or shuffling past you or making noise or like breathing too loud whoa i'm just like a don't mind me i'm not even here Mm -hmm. don't even worry about it well i don't know when i go to conventions i don't just run up to the very front i just sort of shuffle in Mm -hmm. quietly just sneak all around the town but not past people but not past people okay
0: so what did you learn about running a furry based business sydney
1: oh not for me not she pretty. was there was like three slides on time management and I was like this is not for me.
0: Do you remember what she was saying about time management?
1: That you have to have it. <laughs> I was <laughs> like I don't. Thank you.
0: Do you recall her saying she had ADHD?
1: Yeah, but there's different kinds of ADHD. We don't have the same ADHD, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> I think you just like coming up with excuses for not doing things.
1: So what if I do? <laughs> Now what? You're an
0: excuse guy.
1: <laughs> You're an excuse guy. I was just, I don't like time management. It's not my friend. Time management is a scam.
0: Other than you hyperfixating on time management and you'll never have your own furry business ever because you don't have time management. What else did you learn?
1: Why c- the fursuits are so expensive? Because she showed us the formula. It's you got to pay yourself mm-hmm. your hourly wage times the time it takes plus something else to make a profit. It It was a math formula.
2: Yeah, so it would be materials. Yeah. And then, because this is the the huge argument that I have every time people are like, you should knit something or you should have a business where you make. And I was like, it's like, no one's going to pay that much money for my knitting.
1: (laughs) They might. But also, I don't think that you have to make everything into a business because I'm not a business guy. You can just do things because you like it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. What did you learn about running a furry business, Chris?
0: So most of it, I kind of already know because I do run my own art business. So it's not quite new to me. But one thing I did learn. But
1: do you do commissions?
0: Yep. Yep. Oh. She was talking about how you don't keep your money in PayPal because PayPal's not like a regular bank. They'll seize your funds yeah. or close your account for reasons like they'll only tell themselves. Mm-hmm. And it had me thinking, like, it's been a while since I checked my PayPal because I get royalties funneled through there sometimes for other artworks I did. And then I found out I had, like, $50 in there. Well done. So nice. I learned I had $50 on PayPal.
1: Mm-hmm. Excellent.
0: But the rest of it, yeah. Don't you use PayPal say... as your bank. Yeah. But yeah, the rest of it. Yeah. You know, time management. Don't take on too many projects. Kind of have an idea of how long your projects take. Keeping your uh, customers in the loop on just how the progress is going Mm -hmm. you know sort of normal art things yeah that you don't really think about unless you've never run your own business before yeah that's Mm -hmm.
1: true and she said that like don't take keep your waiting list short because if you are quoting someone now for a project next year you could you're you could be underpricing future you yeah so really it was just like a normal business thing okay yeah we were late so i don't even know what she makes it's all good yeah
0: she's working full-time for herself okay ever since the pandemic when she was sort of forced to do it yeah. and she's been making it work good for her yep
1: that's the dream i think she said she used to be an english teacher though so kind of an indictment of our provincial education mm-hmm. system yeah that an english teacher would rather make furry suits and freelance than yeah. teach it's fair
0: well they don't like educated people here voting
2: yeah, mm-hmm. that's right <laughs> So then what was the next panel you
1: guys went to? Or was that it? Then we got a ride home. Yeah. Nice. So that
0: brought us to four o'clock because you and I had plans later on the day. I'm sure like, did. we should go. Yep. Um, this is another thing where they sort of didn't properly explain how long things would take mm-hmm. because it was said it was only supposed to be a half hour and it got to like four o'clock. It started 3.30 and it would already have been at full steam when we walked in the room. Yep. And it was at that time where, like, it didn't look like it was going to end. So I was messaging Sydney on my phone because she stayed way in the back and she couldn't sit next to me. What and was it you said that you would ask mom to pick us up at four. And then you're a tracking mom on your tracking app. Yeah. Because you're weird.
1: Yeah. It's giving you a play by play. And so it's we didn't, mom get tracker. To,
0: didn't get to stay to the end of the panel just because we chose that time to go.
1: Yeah. I don't even care if it's weird. It's like so convenient for rides. <laughs> it's like having
0: uber <laughs> mm. that was the end yep
2: yeah. so the photos that you were taking of each other on on phones how did you manage to do that with both of you sitting on opposite ends of the room
0: um so that one where i sent where it was like uh sydney's on her phone and i took a picture of her on her phone yeah uh it was because she had sat in the back and i did not mm-hmm. and i looked at her and like waved her to come over and she just gave me this like evil venomous look
1: did not it was a normal. i have a normal face and normal face expressions
0: not to people looking at it
1: chris is dramatic <laughs>
0: And then after about like five minutes, I think the pressure got to her and she came over. Yeah. So that was during the debate that she tried to sit next to me.
1: Okay. But the other one was too crowded. Yeah. Too crowded.
0: There was two other seats next to me. I didn't see them. That you could have easily sat in.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> was... And then, But I also decided I was thirsty. So I had to go get water. Well done. So it was good to be at the back because mm-hmm. I just walked out.
2: So because this was Broadway themed... Was there any Broadway-themed costumes that you saw wandering around?
1: No. Okay.
0: Not really. No. I think there was like some stage entertainment bits that were going on, like at the uh, during the nighttime portion.
1: Are you mad? You paid sixty-five dollars for this for each of us. <laughs> no. Is this enough content for you?
2: Oh yeah. I mean, okay. yeah. We're we're good. I mean, there are a lot of people who were very excited for you to do this episode. So. It's
1: yeah. true. And if you had sent me by myself, I would still be in that hallway in the staircase so
2: huddled in the corner afraid to leave
1: yeah okay uh
2: i did want to ask i asked chris yesterday but he was like no no spoilers until tomorrow the badges i noticed there's a beaver on there a did you see anyone dressed as a beaver no okay b are they all do they all have a beaver on them
1: Ours did, but maybe that's because they're the full weekend pass. Okay. Also, no one checked. You could have come. Yeah. They only checked to go into the marketplace, but not in the front of the hotel and not in any of the panels. Oh, interesting. Mm. Yeah. I said that Chris should have given you his pass this morning so that you would have had to go too.
0: Yeah. Uh, There's no real panels going on this morning, so you would have just been there for the market.
1: Market. Yeah. It was also hard to... So like the, the cons that I used to go to, I think were a little bit... Maybe higher budget production value-wise. I was sort of confused. Like, everything was either just rated by G, PG-13 or R, where, like, other conventions that I go to, it'll say, like, this is a meet-and-greet, this is a panel. We kind of just were of the impression that everything was like a panel. Right, fair. So it was confusing. That would be my advice for their next year. Mm -hmm. It's just maybe color-code based on event type. Fair.
0: Do you remember what you thought was going to happen in the inflatable room? No. Wow, you remembered My Strange Addiction?
1: Oh, yeah. Because uh, he had like an orca or something. And there was this guy on My yep, Strange Addiction that was addicted to pool inflatables. Uh-huh. And I was like, maybe we shouldn't go in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: He he had a orca inflatable that he would bring to bed with him. He had some weird attachments
1: to those inflatables. Yeah. yeah.
0: He might have been there. Maybe you set up the room. Maybe.
2: Maybe.
1: But as soon as I saw the orca, I was like, oh my, it's like a strange addiction. Yeah. So I guess
2: because this is the end of season three. How are you guys all feeling about it?
0: Can you do this for three more years, Sydney?
1: For three more years? You want to do six seasons in a movie? You I just mean it. That's stared a community off.
0: joke. You just <laughs> stared like a million miles stare there for a moment.
1: I did do a million miles stare. I don't know. I feel medium about it. <laughs> <laughs> medium. <laughs> I was just more excited before the pandemic. Now I don't really want to do things or go places. Now that you're allowed to. I was like so afraid people were going to talk to me the entire convention. I just don't want to talk to strangers anymore.
2: You didn't have to talk to any strangers, did you? Thank (laughs) God.
1: I will say that all of the furries did a really good job at not talking to me. I was like, thank you for that. Mm -hmm. I'm just not a stranger danger guy. Mm
0: -hmm. Fair. You're a nothing guy.
1: Just a nothing guy.
2: I guess the next question is, would you recommend the furry
1: convention to other people? I will say that the people that like furry stuff, they all seem to be having a good time. Okay. And I want to know where that guy got his phone drone. That was neat. Amazon? I don't know.
0: There was a guy who had a drone. He was uh, filming the parade from outside. And it was the kind where you just clip your phone onto it. Yep. I'm pretty sure those are available everywhere. People were using those when Pokemon Go came out to cheat. That's
1: true. Yep. Oh, that's real smart. <laughs> <laughs> Clever. But no, he had the phone on his thing, I think. The drone had its own camera. Well, I don't know. I didn't ask. I mean,
0: you can get, like Cheryl and I just bought a little mini camera yep. that beams video back to your phone live, maybe delayed by a second. Mm.
1: Yep. Well, it was a big, crazy event, and I went and I did it. Good You're job. welcome. Good
2: job. Chris.
1: This was, I was still looking forward to a Broadway-themed thing. So, yes.
2: Sorry, this rude. is rude. <laughs> <laughs> chris what was your thought on uh, the furry convention
0: they're creepy i yeah. don't like it Fair. i won't go back especially they look like the, they're having fun yeah. especially like the full suit furries because like you can't really talk through a giant fluffy yes, mask true. so they're all doing like mind movements like yeah. really exaggerated gestures i'm like i didn't like that
1: what were why your- did you make me go to this then you didn't even like it
0: because i knew you wouldn't like it
1: that's rude <laughs> this counts as your birthday present <laughs> happy birthday uh-huh
0: thank you mm.
1: turd guy <laughs>
2: uh how about your thoughts on season three
0: season three you know i think we had a lot of things working against us for like planning it yeah one of them was like even though everything opened up post-pandemic there was sort of a an away or just a desert of events
2: yeah things are starting to open up a little bit more and i think season four will be a little bit easier to find things to do like if we can find Elron Ron Hubbard's birthday party again Yep. We should. Go. I think
1: we should get a second in the field cast member that just does all the stuff I don't want to do I see
0: you mean the whole reason why we started this podcast you just want to replace yourself
1: maybe <laughs> just for like stuff that I don't want to do I would go to a drone convention because when I said that's cool, drone Chris was like you want to go to a drone convention I was like yes <laughs> I do.
2: But you don't want to do Elrond Hub's birthday party anymore?
1: I'm afraid they'll talk to me. I mean, that is the fun of a birthday party, yeah. Yeah. I just have more stranger danger now than I used to.
0: I sincerely doubt Sydney's willingness to do things. I think we're wearing her down as things go on. <laughs> I think uh, the more reasons we get her to go outside today, the less willing she's yes. to go outside today.
2: That's
1: fair. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out I don't like to go outside. Uh-huh.
0: You just like to hide underground.
1: Well, I do want to move back above ground because I think it's crippling for my mental health yeah. to live in a basement suite. So I don't know. Maybe we got to go to Toronto. Maybe that guy's right and they got better events out there.
0: You want to go to the furry convention in Toronto?
1: No, I didn't say <laughs> that and you know it. <laughs> that
0: was That was the guy's whole point.
1: I would go to different types of conventions, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I did used to go to conventions. You know what? I always want to go to a zombie con in mm-hmm. Seattle. Mm-hmm. That would be a cool convention.
2: But you don't like horror things.
1: I like zombies, though. Okay. Is there like a disaster con? Or Probably. just like disaster movies?
0: I bet there's like Doomsday Preppers. I don't want like that.
1: No, I just want like a convention, but 2012. Like the movie, but as a convention. Um.
0: Like a climate change symposium?
1: Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no. Stupid.
0: Isn't that what it's all about? Real life disasters. Yes. <laughs> yeah. How our food webs are going to suddenly collapse. And
2: crime con? Maybe I would go to a crime con. I would love to go to a crime con.
0: How do you feel about the way things have gone this year, Cheryl?
2: Yeah, I would say it It was a little bit harder to find things to do this year. I'd agree with that. I also think that uh, this year, my attention is a little bit more divided than it has been in some of our previous seasons. So that also makes it a little bit more difficult mm-hmm. being back in school part time. So.
0: Plus we had to plan a wedding, uh-huh. carry off a wedding.
2: <laughs> and And go on a honeymoon.
0: I also think with the first year was when the pandemic started. Yes. Luckily, we had managed to get a bunch of stuff beforehand yeah. like that we had gone to and record them. And then the second year, everything opened up all again. And then there was a lot of events because people were like, oh, we can finally go out mm-hmm. and do things. And by the time like the third year rolled around, because like we had gone through like another lockdown wave of locking things down and then things reopened. I think people were just so cautious. No one was like booking any event halls or anything so i'm willing to bet this next year people are going to be we'll be we'll be finding our step with Mm -hmm. finding things to do
2: yeah i think so too
0: so we'd found i'd found some things already like i found the movie screening about how the government is killing the church Yep. with all their covid restrictions that looks amusing oh there's another screening about how unfair it is that health canada is making things harder for uh natural supplement people to sell their imaginary pills
1: Mm -hmm. i'll go to like i think that's the problem i was way more willing to like engage with people and maybe meet people in the first season which i think is more interesting and now i'm just like more depressed (laughs) Mm. and i don't want to talk to people because people are horrible and the whole time we've been doing this podcast i've been in a client facing role just getting more and more slowly beaten down and soul crush mm-hmm. and it just makes my tolerance mm-hmm. really short my favorite thing about the furry convention is that no one tried to talk to me that well was done. the best
0: mm-hmm. i talked to you
1: you did you're like smile i was like this is what my face looks like you've seen it before <laughs> i've seen i it think smile. we also learned that we're very different convention people he'll just go down all the hallways all around the town
0: we paid to be there stressful
1: what if someone had come up to us and been like hey you can't be here then you just turn
2: around and go back
0: like oh sorry my. i would have just
1: like died from shame
2: oh even though they didn't have any signs up so how are you supposed to know
1: we should have just known
2: oh
1: this is what i mean different people (sighs) all right we should just know all the things Mm -hmm. all the time
2: that's not gonna happen
1: but i'll sit in the dark and watch a documentary about the government killing you know Mm -hmm. killing the church that sounds dope excellent Mm -hmm.
2: we also have something set up for you even though normally we take a break this time of year chris and i already have an event for season four picked out so
0: for a september episode Mm -hmm. that's right no new episode until september 13th
2: yeah
1: so yay happy season finale Mm -hmm. we did it i think this
2: i'd have to double check this might be our 35th episode
0: i need to double check the numbers it's probably on spotify yeah listen to us on spotify Mm mm-hmm or Apple Podcasts. Don't listen or right to anywhere you
1: get your podcasts.
0: Not on Stitcher anymore because Stitcher's shutting down.
1: Yeah, bye Stitcher. Bye Stitcher.
2: If you like our podcast, share it with your friends. We would like to grow our audience a
1: little bit. Maybe start making a little bit of money.
0: Send Sydney to ZombieCon. Uh
1: huh. I would go to ZombieCon. That would be all right. I'm not talking to any zombies though.
0: <laughs> would you groan at them and moan? No. Would you shamble towards another fellow zombie?
1: I mean, I'm shambling all the time anyway, so if it wasn't... that's a
0: yes. You'll shamble towards a fellow zombie.
1: If it wasn't extra shambling. If I already had to shamble that way, I might as well shamble.
0: Well, that brings us to the end of season three of the I Want Outside Today podcast. Make sure to tune back into us in September on the 13th for our season four premiere. This is one of your three hosts, Chris, signing off.
1: This is Cheryl signing off. I'm Sydney. I did the thing.
0: You did the furry thing.
1: I did the furry thing.
0: Clap, 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 clap. You've made so many people happy.
1: How many people wanted me to do the (laughs) furry convention?
0: Everyone I personally know. Thanks for listening to today's very special episode of the I Went Outside Today podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, spread the joy and share us with your friends or leave a review.
2: If you really enjoy our podcast and you want to support us in doing more episodes, consider donating to our Patreon or leave us suggestions in the comment section on our website or social media. Or you can email us at IWentOutsidePod at gmail.com.
1: And make sure you follow us on our social medias. We got Twitter. We got Facebook. We don't got Snapchat because that's for creeps.
0: We don't have Twitter.
1: We don't have <laughs> Facebook and Instagram. We got Facebook and stuff. Oh, fuck. Okay. And you're not going to do it again. It's not going to be as good. Why don't we have Twitter? <laughs> we got Facebook. We got Instagram. And you can see all our photos and adventures that don't get turned into episodes because every day of our life is an adventure. Bye.